This is Pretty in Practice, the podcast. We are your hosts, lay fitness enthusiast and pre-medical student, Dr. India, pharmacist, D, second year medical student, Dr. Justice, physical therapist. We are four black millennial women practicing in healthcare. This podcast is a space to take you along the journey. The to and through from fitness to medicine to simply being a black woman in healthcare. Practice isn't always pretty. Purpose isn't always easy. Stick around and we'll show you how to keep it pretty in practice. Opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of our own as well as our guests and do not reflect the views and opinions of our respective employers, organizations, academic institutions, committees, other groups, or individuals. Welcome back to Pretty in Practice, the podcast. Uh, we are welcoming you into a series we like to call Diversity in Healthcare. Um, on today's episode, we'll be focusing on black hair. But before we begin, um, we'll, like always, we'll dive in and get to know our doctors a little better, um, digging into their diary. And our question. Question of the day is. <laughs> this is cute. What's your screensaver? <laughs> so I'm going to hop in and be Petty Betty. Um, so my screensaver changes. <laughs> so most of the time it's photos from my husband and I um, engagement <laughs> photo shoot. However, sometimes I get a little bit emotional, and if we're going through a rift, I'll just change it to something basic, <laughs> like colors, because I don't want to look at him while I'm blues, mad. Blues. Yes, I'm the weak. blues, the greens, like Green all of the walks. color palette. So I'm a little bit petty. I will admit that right now. Just a little. Just that a little. Is, not a lot. funny. I had to look down at mine, um, but it is literally like a floral background with Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 on there. So <laughs> I think it. I have that because med school be med school. And when mm-hmm. I get stressed, I just look at it like, oh, okay, trust the plan. So, yep. yeah. I would say mine similarly is also a quote. Um, pretty long, so won't be specific, but definitely something that keeps me motivated. I have to see often. Yeah. All right. Uh, mine is just a picture of uh, when I was a little girl. Um, I was like four years old or something in this picture, but um, my parents, it was like one Christmas, my parents had given me a doctor's a doctor's kit, so I have like a stethoscope and like the little plastic glasses and then a little embroidered um, doctor's coat on. Period. Doctor. <laughs> okay, so diving right into the episode, um, as I mentioned, we're going to talk on black hair, um, our experiences being in professional and healthcare settings, um, and really just navigating how we need to wear our hair or how we think we should or even just the thought of how we wear our hair. Um, So starting with what's your go-to hairstyle when you want to wear your natural hair professionally? Oh, okay. Um, So if I'm specifically wearing my natural hair, well, define, when you say natural, you mean unrelaxed hair or you like... Or you mean your hair in its natural state? In it, I mean, in its natural state. Because I feel like we're mm-hmm. able to kind of like wear braids. And those, right, are, those right. are more professional. Yeah. Um, or and <clears throat> we can put them in a bun. Mm-hmm. Um, or like anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I guess in this most natural state that you, you go to. And, and if you don't, why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, my go-to, if it's in its natural state, is a bun. Like that professional bun, like I'm talking about like that uh, donut 
Mm. Like, yeah. that's, yeah, slick yeah. back the edges with a whole bunch of gel, like, mm-hmm. lay down, like, bunch. the edges, like that. Um, unfortunately, I'm not at the point of, like, doing, like, a wash and go. And not because I don't think it's professional. I just don't think it would, like, look good by the time that I do everything I need to do. Like, I live in Florida, so the humidity and all of those things – you know, it, it just might be like not styled. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm at the point now that and I wasn't at that point where I would wear a wash and go to an interview. Like if it was styled and everything, I, I would. I would. Um, now, med school interview, unfortunately. Say, was there a point in time where you would not do that? See, job interview. Absolutely. Sadly, med school interview. You know, a lot of. A lot of students are are really um, inspiring me in that realm. Like this year, I saw a lot of applicants to residency headshots in their natural hair. And I was like, you know what? It's time for me. You know what I mean? Like embrace it to embrace it. Because like Mm -hmm. I even complimented one of them and I was just like, Girl, like, I love the fact that you're wearing your natural hair. I mean, it was a beautiful, it was either a twist or a wash and go, beautiful hair. And um, I told her, I, I was like, I love the fact that you wore your natural hair because it is so easy for us to just go to straightening our hair automatically because, you know, we're just programmed to think that it needs to be straight in order to be um, professional or in my case, it needs to be put up, you know, in order to be professional. And uh, she told me, she said, you know, she told me, thank you. But one thing that really resonated, she was like, if a program doesn't accept me or doesn't want me because I have my natural hair, it looks, it's put together. Mm -hmm. I mean, she had a nice style. It was like, I think her, like, it was like slick back here. And then the rest was a wash and go. So she was like, if a program doesn't want me because I'm wearing my hair in its natural state, that's not the program I want to be at anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's that that was transformative for me personally, because I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be at any job or any program that would I have all these qualifications and you wouldn't accept me or you wouldn't want me because of you don't think my hair is professional enough and the hair that's growing out of my head, like, this is in its natural state. This is how it looks. Mm-hmm. I've styled it. It looks good. It looks professional. And that might be a reason that you don't want me. Then, yeah, that's not where I need to be, yeah. honestly. That's so that's nice. how my mindset has kind of changed with that. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I was applying to medical school and going through the interview process, I was already prepped to straighten my hair. Um, I do have very, very long hair. And so it looks really neat and really nice when it is straight. Um, And I think it looks good right now, actually. But I was like, you know, I'm not going to get this far and let them discriminate against me because of my hair. So I had a slightly different perspective because, yes, um, you don't ultimately want to end up in a program that's going to judge you based on your hair. However, it took me years to get to that point. So I wasn't going to do anything to bring I hate to say like negative attention because to me it's not negative. Like this is my mm-hmm. hair and it sucks that we even have to think that way. And like Lacey said that we're programmed to think that way. But I just knew um, I did my research prior to them. Like what are some professional hairstyles? And I'm like, I know um, for me personally, it looked better when I straightened it. I looked like I didn't have to worry about like the braid out not going the way I wanted to. Like, like yeah, that's said, a like, whole nother, it's kind yeah. of like that natural hair thing. And I've never had like relax or anything, but the whole like 
you know, you kind of be playing with fire when you do some braid outs because sometimes really they do. pop and sometimes, and they, sometimes don't. they don't. And I'm like, I want to put my best foot forward. <laughs> that is um, true. For Ooh, that medical school ruined. interview. Exactly. Literally. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And so, um, or you're feeling with it, like making sure, you know, right, like, right. Trying to make sure you looking good. So my safe style was to straighten it. Um, for my med school interviews however once I got accepted into a medical school I remember my very last <laughs> one so it was like my fourth interview I was like they're gonna have to take me as I am right and like she said I didn't do the donut bun um because I'd have to do it like over and over again but like <laughs> you'd have to have a gigantic yes donut. so I like put two braids like I put two French braids in the front I pulled it back and then I did like that little faux half bun oh, that's and it cute. was really really neat and it was during COVID so they were virtual interviews they really couldn't see it it just looked like my hair was slicked all the way back yeah um and I felt so good about that I'm like dang you at the point where like you don't care mm-hmm. and I can say that it got better and better um because even today I was so happy and so proud to take a white coat picture with a braid out because I'm like this is a better representation of how I look 90% of the year because Correct. I only straighten my hair when I get my ends clipped now and that's just by choice like I really love how I look with like a full head of hair um like God gave me this hair and so mm-hmm. I'm gonna embrace it and show it as you um, should and then I will say the only struggle I have sometimes like I absolutely love braids that is like my favorite protective style however because my hair is long I usually have to get braids that are so long that that may be looked at as unprofessional. So, like, mm-hmm. most times I have to get braids that are longer than 26 inches because my hair is 26 inches when it's straight. And so, although, like, your hair do shrink as it braids, um, there's been times where, like, I've cut my braids at the end and have cut my real hair. And so, <laughs> be so bad. <laughs> it kind of sucks um, to have to feel like, dang, I'm about to have these waist-length braids. And they don't understand it's because I don't want to cut my real hair when I take them out. But again, I am at the point where I'm like, I am here and y'all are going to embrace me. I have came in there with all of my favorite braided styles, my braid out, my wash and go. I am like truly, truly at the point where I am very proud of my hair and how I wear it is my choice. At this point, it has nothing to do with what other people are going to think about me. I love Can that I say something you. in regards to the length? Mm-hmm. Because nobody bats an eye. If a person of if a person not of color has hair down to their waist, right? Mm-hmm. So Even if they're like clippings or fake right? hair, because yes. they nobody too cares. do that. Like. Yes, but nobody nobody would have anything to Mm-mm. say. Nobody would bat an eye. So the fact that you even have to think like that, because you're right. Like I got these braids and they are butt length mm-hmm. that, and I didn't want them that long it just kind of happened that way and I was even like oh these are kind of these are too long mm-hmm. but I'm like they keep they're, but they're they, like, you know yeah. but and yeah. not too long because of like just inconvenience right I mean they are kind of inconvenient <laughs> but it was just too long because I'm like dang people gonna be looking at me like right. dang, but like there are black women with hair with butlin hair mm-hmm. like one of our sor- like sorority sisters on our line yeah, yeah her line her hair is, is butlin hair, her yes. real hair and so if she were to get braids and added the hair in again like d said she would have to get them like a couple inches past Longer. that you know that mark to mm-hmm. where her i mean her hair would have to be like all the way down there yeah but Kneeling. she has long hair <laughs> She has, it's not added in, like, that mm-hmm. is her real hair lens. So the fact that we even have to think like that is, is just, like, it's crazy to me because 
It's only because of the mentality that long hair is not natural for black people. Right. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. It's also ingrained, like you said. Yeah. Like, I full intentionally planned on, like, just wearing my hair in a bun. Like, for my PT interview, my mom was like, no, you need to straighten your hair. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think so. She's like, no, I think you should. So, like, I just went ahead and did it, mm-hmm. like, because she told me to. But, like, like I, if you care that much and I don't, like. Mm-hmm. probably ain't the place for me That's to be like standard. like for me it almost felt like there was no like i was straightening my hair i was one putting extensions or weave whatever you want to call it in my hair and through any interview that's what i was gonna do you mm-hmm. were straightening your hair there was no other option for me growing up which is mm-hmm. sad and for me i'm a fork queen too so my natural hair is super coily so that had never even been anything that I had considered Mm -hmm. um definitely in my professional school experience or any type of um work experience that I have been in I didn't see any black women or any leaders wearing their hair right especially 4c out like that um, years ago so it just was something that was never a consideration Mm -hmm. um but for me now I do one, I, I have some extensions, um, new called tapins that kind of match the texture of my hair. So that's mm-hmm. something that I love. Like, even if it's not uh, coily in the state yeah. right now, yeah, I can still blow it out. Um, and it's not, you can see it's not silky straight or anything right, like that. Right. It's still, you know. It looks good. It does. I like that blowout look. Yeah. I love it's it. It's a blowout and it's something that I feel comfortable with. I feel confident in. Mm-hmm. Um, I even do, if I want to do a wig now, I, I, I'm not as scared to do a big coily curly mm-hmm. wig yeah. um, one i'm not good with uh, the natural style so i'm an amateur there so i just <laughs> put a wig on um but i definitely have grown to feel more comfortable mm-hmm. over the years doing that i love that too because that's the beautiful thing about our hair is that it is so versatile mm-hmm. and you know we can get braids and we can get weaves and we can get our hair straightened and it coil and if you're doing it right it'll coil right back up when you step yes. into the shower and yes. so I think that's another thing to kind of note is that it's not a bad thing to want your hair straight. It's Mm-mm. not a bad thing. It's it's a you. different style. Mm-hmm. I think the issue is when we think our hair is a problem better because it's straight, you know, yes. mm-hmm. and I do also want to kind of touch whatever works for you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody that relaxes their hair. I had a relaxer for years because it was easier to manage, you know, like, let's be frank, like it natural hair is hard to maintain and it's expensive, you know, so please don't take this as like shade to anybody that wears their hair straight. You wear your hair with whatever's comfortable for you. But in general, we just, you know, we want to embrace like whatever that style is for you. You want to be happy and confident in your hair and having weave and and doing different things with your hair it's not it's not a bad thing you know and so but I love that I love that about our hair is that you know we can do so much with it and it's like it's honestly truly fascinating like what we can do with our hair like I I love it honestly so personally I enjoy switching up my hair and being versatile but I feel like sometimes I second guess redoing my hair because I have to go to work and I know that they're going to comment on oh my goodness that's a good point hairstyle yes. and like I just don't want to like even like it could just be the simplest thing I just don't want to hear that I don't want to have to think about you thinking about my hair when I yes. walk in this yes. door like I don't think about chores yeah. I, don't, I really I cannot, don't care I didn't even notice you, you colored your hair how people when people get haircuts and highlights I would never notice because that's not something yeah. I pay attention to but let me come in with anything out of the ordinary 
There's a whole conversation. And about there it. is a display in front of a crowd. Yeah. yeah. That that's is so the now there's that multiple the people coming in on your head. Yeah. I'm like, all right, now and you made me a zoo animal. Exactly. Right. It gets a little excessive. Yeah. It gets a little and excessive. People don't I don't mean to put people in a box and say that they're malicious or they don't really right. mean good things. Like mm-hmm. people are impressed. I know it's something that they're not used to doing yeah, with their hair, but there are different ways to go about it, different conversations to have. And if I'm in a work meeting and we're supposed to be yeah. talking about work and you turn to me and say oh my god your hair it's yeah. just so different you look like a superman like these things yeah. like mm-hmm. that's not the focus of our meeting together right. you know you can pull me to the side and we can have that conversation but just to do it in front of a crowd mm-hmm. and it's not the topic of the discussion it's just it is know, a bit tone. much it is a bit much because yeah it happens to us more i mean we see it more often you know mm-hmm. that again like you can take off work a regular PTO day that you've earned, come back with it. But you're, but I, I've literally <laughs> I heard, I've literally heard people say this, like, oh my God, they gonna, I'm gonna come back to work with these braids and they gonna have something to say. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday I had a wig on, curly wig on, now I got braids. Like <laughs> somebody gonna have something to say. Oh, and it's wait. just like, it just kind of gets exhausting. And again, exhausting. you know, not everyone has bad intention behind it. Right. Honestly, probably most, don't have mm-hmm. a bad, you know, bad mm-hmm. intention. It's just like the they way are you know, interested. like yeah. they're very interested. I don't like that. Like they truly don't understand um, that. Right. So, like, how do you respond when people do say those things to you, like in a meeting in a public place? Like, what do you say back to them? For me, I definitely try to pivot the conversation. I was just off about to say that. Me. I will say a polite <laughs> thank you, thank but you I am not going to, to start asking, answering questions about how long it took, the process, right. all of Always. that. You know, this is just yes. not the right environment. If you want to do research or if you want to, you know, go on your own and understand, that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to sit down and have a full-length discussion exactly. about it. Unless, you know, we want to have discussions about each other's hair. Yeah. Like if, if, you, if you want to teach me about what happened in your hair, and then I'll teach you know you about what's going on with mine but Mm -hmm. just focusing on me like you said like a animal or at the zoo like yeah on display is not the the appropriate yeah it does it does kind of come across like that and again I'm sure nobody like many people I don't want to say nobody right many I'm sure are not thinking of it in that manner but yeah when you bring unnecessary attention to someone in a setting with a lot of other people and now everybody's looking and staring at that person and commenting on something physical about them mm-hmm. that's not something that you want to do like what I, if it happened to you like yeah and i can't that. think of how that ever would be i don't think anybody would ever be comfortable with just being put on display right. fit a physical right. you know something physical, physical whether it's oh, your hair is pretty or, you know, you got a nose job, like whatever the case may be, like (laughs) a whole nose job. We're gonna take a moment for this nose job. Okay. Oh, well, because I mean, obviously, if they have got you, the have nose you went job, to work in somebody got a nose job. Because right. I'm really curious, right? Why was that your example? I'm just thinking, you know, people get cosmetic procedures yeah, done. Yeah, true. Shoot, yeah. you could come back with a BBL. Like, I mean. <laughs> but it's just not appropriate for people to comment on it. Everybody looking. But even not if I work. notice it, I notice it in my head. Right. Like, I yeah. don't say it. I'm like, oh. Like, you know that's different. not appropriate to comment right. on. Just like, I'm definitely not going to say, wow, you got a nose job. <laughs> I love it. Like, <laughs> I love the new nose. Like, that feels very intrusive. It's like, why, like, why doesn't it feel intrusive on the other end, though? Right. Yeah. I do want to give an example of a time, though, where one of my good friends in med school, I think she did it 
in the best way possible. I didn't take any offense to it. And we had a short conversation about it, but it was me and her in the bathroom, just us two. So it's a private, you know, mm-hmm. private setting. And she was like, D, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, sure. She's like, how often do you wash your hair? And I was like, um, probably, like every, I said, when it's straight, every two weeks, but when it's in its natural state, a little more often, because, like, water helps it, like, maintain its style, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, she's like, because my sister has, like, thicker hair, and she's like, and I always knew that, you know, like, people of color didn't wash their hair every day, and my sister doesn't wash her hair every day either because of the texture. Right. And it was so well stated and so well received on mm-hmm. my end because I knew that she was actually curious. Right. Yeah. She wasn't trying to embarrass me. She was just, you know, I know this information, but I've noticed that you do something differently. So, like, right. what's your process or why do you or wash why do you it do more often? Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, thank you for asking me that because I'm like, she was curious. And instead of assuming, mm-hmm. instead of, like, asking – you know, like in small group when there's like a bunch of people, she waited till we were in private. She get she told me why she asked. Like it wasn't just a mm-hmm. I'm being nosy. And I was like, dang, I mm-hmm. appreciate that. Granted, she's my friend, so I'm sure she felt comfortable asking me that. But there's definitely like I've had better experiences um as of late than I did in the past. Like I still have those like whoa mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like lately I have like I have really great medical school friends. So I feel like what could usually be an uncomfortable conversation, they have made so much easier for me. And mm-hmm. it has become like a lot more comfortable for me to talk about those things. That's that's, um, you know, that's op- it gives me a sense of optimism, you yeah. know, in terms of, you know, having culturally competent mm-hmm. physicians in training yes. mm-hmm. because so yes. that is so important. Yep. Um, okay. You know, we talk like, about having more minority physicians because of that reason, but Hey, we need the, you know, not minority. Yes. We need allies. allies exactly. So exactly. So to hear that is, um, I love, I love that. I mm-hmm. absolutely love that because you can ask questions. And so we don't want to come across that. You can't ask a question out of genuine curiosity. That's a part of being, you know, open to other cultures is asking questions. Yeah. You mm-hmm. should ask right. questions. You know, if you want to know something like mm-hmm. if you see someone doing something differently than you, then having a conversation and educating yourself, that is the best way to learn, mm-hmm. you know, but you just want to do it in a tasteful way. You want to do it in a respectful way, yeah. I think, more than anything. Mm-hmm. So so what is that way? Like, what exactly is that respectful manner that someone can ask you? Like you gave an example, but what are some other examples that someone um, of a non um non-person of color or Mm -hmm. even just someone of a different um, background ethnicity um, could ask you like and they can learn like what Mm -hmm. what is that respectful way I guess I love when and I guess I keep talking about research but when people have gone out there and did some research because Mm -hmm. if you're curious Google will tell you YouTube mm-hmm. will tell you like there is TikTok. something out there. Yeah, TikTok will me. tell you. So Definitely if there's TikTok. anything that you're curious about it, you've done or even talk to somebody else that you've been comfortable, like just did mm-hmm. something to put in work that you're bringing me valid questions or you're bringing mm-hmm. me questions that are not insulting. Mm-hmm. And then I feel more open because I'm like, oh, you really um, have put in some work. You thought about how to ask me certain things and you have a purpose to ask me. So mm-hmm. if you, you know, have some level of understanding or you've done something something to you know get a piece of information I think that's really good because then I can bring more information to you and we can have an open and honest conversation so Mm -hmm. out there doing some research and you don't have to 
go out there and do a whole dissertation. Right. Now, like, here, that's not what I'm saying. Right. But, like, if you want to know, oh, what's the difference between braids and twists? Yeah. Google will tell you. And then you'll talk to me and be like, oh, okay, Andy, are these twists? Okay, okay, so what was the process? And then, yeah, right. you know, something like that. Exactly. Um, I would say, just going back to what we were mentioning about, like, not putting people on display in general, you know, like not asking a question loudly in front of a room of people, you know, like that, honestly, I feel like that's really a big thing, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just asking, like pulling somebody to the side or like, if it's just a couple of y'all and y'all just talking and, you know, a topic comes up. Oh, Hey, Oh, India, I noticed that, you know, such and such about you. Like, did you, you know, can I get some more information about that? Whatever the case may be. But yeah, I think the biggest thing is just to not put people on the spot because you don't know, Mm -hmm. You don't know people's personalities enough to to know unless you are like just really, really close friends with them, which in most cases, that's not what we're referring to, you know, Mm -hmm. when we're talking about corporate America and other, you know, situations. So I would just say don't put people on the spot. I think that's a that's a rule that you can follow and not really ever go wrong with that, especially on the spot in front of other people. Yeah, that that's the biggest part, like. Wow, like mm-hmm. yeah, you, for everybody yeah, here, everybody, now everybody looking at me. Turn, like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, we all want to know this, <laughs> yeah. right? So that's in. that's just too much. Let that's me tune into the neighbors across the street who just you know, it's a yeah. lot. It's a lot. Well, um, I think that uh, wearing our own hair is definitely still a controversial topic um, and taboo, kind of like with us deciding what to do with our hair. Um, but I'm excited that we're all on a journey to just doing what we want with our hair yeah, um, yes. because we already are in positions where um, we already have to consider a lot. Like, mm-hmm. and our hair shouldn't be one. Like, really a part shouldn't. of ourselves should not be one of those things. too much to worry about. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So thank you guys for tuning in um, and hearing a little bit about little bit about our personal experiences with wearing our hair and um, healthcare settings um, and professional settings. Um, I hope you gained some knowledge. Um, and as always, keep it pretty. As always, thank you for joining us for the ride. Be sure to keep in touch by following us on Instagram and subscribing to our YouTube channel at Pretty and Practice. Feel free to send us a DM of any topics you want us to discuss and you might hear them on a future Pretty in Practice episode. Keep it pretty.